2: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network
1: at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe.
0: Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast
1: Welcome to episode 91 of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm Mary, and I'm here with my co-host, Jamie. Today, we also have a very special guest. We have Amanda Berlin joining us. You may remember her from episode 69, Let's Get Visible. And you'll hear throughout this episode because we're, I'm sure we we will not be holding back our laughs. Um, <laughs> I, I, mean, I
0: entered I, this podcast <laughs> with a laugh, Mary, and so is Amanda. <laughs> so did I. I welcome Amanda. I feel like we have to give a little bit of, a little bit of, a little bit of context to how this episode started with laughing. I feel like everybody needs to know that not only is Amanda like, the most awesome previous podcast guest, but she's a very close friend of Mary and ours. Mary and mine. Oh, my gosh. See, like we can't talk today. It's almost Thanksgiving. Forgive us. She is a very close friend of Mary and mine. And so we not only work incredibly well together, but we're also like super tight. So there's going to be a lot of giggling and I don't think we should apologize for it. No, no we
2: it's the reason for living.
0: Yes, yes. we're thankful. We should, we're living that? for
2: her. Just to drive Don
1: crazy, <laughs> especially mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, not sorry, Don.
1: Yeah, sorry, Don. Yeah, but I, we should we should tell everyone why they're listening to this today. Not only that it's going
0: to be super fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason. But there's a method. There, there is to the madness. Yes. So we're talking about accountability groups. We have our own little accountability group, which I think we've mentioned on the show before, probably. Um, People already know that. But the three of us meet pretty regularly, once a quarter, I guess. Yeah, we want to bring some of that insight and experience and, you know, what we've been doing to all of you. Right, so
0: I think it's kind of cool because one of the reasons I was excited to do this episode was because um, people talk about accountability groups and they sort of give an idea of you know how do you run one or what do you do. But talking to three people, particularly a very reluctant participant, <clears throat> me, um, <laughs> in accountability, <laughs> I think it's important to sort of talk about our personal experiences in using the accountability groups. Not only which will help, I think, with a framework for people who are considering having one or doing one or how they keep it going because we do it you know it's not like we pay each other to do it it's purely voluntary but we really keep up with it and there's i think
1: a lot of reasons why voluntary meaning i drag you voluntary but i go and (laughs) anybody who knows me knows i am a
0: very strong-willed person and i only get dragged
1: when i want to be dragged i get a lot out of it maybe it's the first Maybe the first time seemed a little more dragging. <laughs> and then after that, <laughs> I
0: get a lot out You're of it. Right. I really do. Me too. It's good. So let's dive in.
1: Okay. I'll be asking questions to, to both of you. I think it will be interesting to hear your perspectives, especially being different perspectives than mine. So first I will t- tell everyone that this was, it was my idea to do this thing the first time we did it, this, the group and i don't know if you guys remember but i showed up with like a whole packet of paper yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and i was like okay and we're going to we're going to follow these prompts and this is what we're going to do because you need to have structure right i mean in my brain you need to have structure and we used some of that right? We used some of it Mm -hmm. and then we kind of took it from there and kind of things kind of evolved over time. So first I'd like to ask you, I'd like both of your perspectives on what you thought for the first time that we went through this experience of like an accountability group.
2: Amanda, do you want to start? Sure. I don't remember. I remember where we sat. I remember how I felt like personally during that. I remember what I was wearing because I think I'm actually wearing the same sweater right now. (laughs) <laughs> but I don't remember the content. I don't remember what what we accomplished. And maybe that even just speaks to well it speaks to like my sensory memory, <laughs> the strength <laughs> of my sensory memory. But I will say that, you know, I think one of the biggest things that was a yes for me in joining your accountability group, Mary, was that <laughs> was that I you know, I was hungry for connection and, you know, I come from a little bit of a different place than you guys because you knew each other longer than I've known you and I think at least. And I also like I guess was that about a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's I was a year think, now. Yep. So so at that point I was in the I was very much like coming to the point cuz in January I think of January of this year was like my the moment cuz we're all local to each other let's just establish that we're all local to each other we live in a community that is just West of Manhattan. And I had lived in Manhattan for a long time. And it was like a major shedding of that piece of my identity when I left. And it took me a long time, like embarrassing. It feels embarrassingly long to come to terms with the fact that I didn't live there anymore. And so the way that this relates to the accountability group is like, I, I was in like, whatever you were saying, wherever we were going, whatever we were doing, I'm like, yes, people who I like right here in my own backyard and their moms and their business owners and they get me and they're welcoming me. I'm there. Well, that was
0: beautiful. (laughs) I can't, I can't answer now.
1: I, I have to say I did I have to say I promise I didn't brainwash anybody
2: Put <laughs> right. the voodoo yeah jersey hex on me.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh. Um what the first day, so I guess I was sort of in the same boat as Amanda in so far as I needed a group of people who I felt were going to challenge me, um and who were going to keep me on course uh, as I needed in my business. Because I am a person who tends to have like 1 million ideas that are like scrambled all over the place. And I'll like think about them and write them down and not come back to them. And then I'll avoid the stuff I don't like doing. And it's just, you know, the sort of, I think, very typical person who runs a business, (laughs) who attracts to running and starting businesses. Um, And that's sort of how my brain works. And I felt that you guys. Both had different businesses than me, which I really liked and I think is something that has helped us a lot um, because we come with kind of a new perspective. We're not living in a similar type of business, although we obviously have service-based businesses. Mary also has a product-based business, but there's so much that can overlap. And so on that first day, I definitely went in skeptical because I'm often skeptical of um, groups that come together like this, because I think it's either gonna fall apart, or the people aren't going to necessarily be able to um, challenge each other. But we like fell into it really quick. And I really liked that. And I think it happens that we're both we're, I think we respect each other a lot. um, And we're in similar places in our businesses. So I think that makes a big difference too. So for me, it actually ended up being just, it was one of those moments where I went in with skepticism and came out being like, Oh my God, this is what I needed. Thanks for knowing without me knowing Mary.
2: (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Yeah. And I know Mary, you do the, the, um, Herm, Herman brain. Is that how you say Mm -hmm. the, these assessments? So maybe you speak to this, you haven't done one on me, but I think that we are all very different in the way that we approach work and the way that we approach our ideas and our processes. So I think that also is a benefit that serves our group too. Yes.
1: Yes, definitely. Definitely. That's a very good point. Yeah. The, the variety, I think having the variety of the different types of personalities plus different types of businesses Mm -hmm. all like lend, all of that lends itself to having a group that can work together. What did you sure. think, Mara? I was happy that you guys showed
2: up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I printed all this out for nothing.
1: <laughs> I was like, well, you know, it was something I was looking for too. So, you know, it's kind of like a running theme for me. Like, oh, I need something or I'm looking for something. Okay, let's go make it, you know. Um, and I just thought that you guys would be good people to do that with because we knew each other. And for all, I mean, for all the things that you said to Jamie about like, dynamics and all of that types of businesses, everything. And yeah, actually, I didn't know how it was going to go, like if we were going to keep doing it. But I was just like, oh, I want other people to like bounce ideas off of and talk about our plans. And we'll talk a little bit about the structure, too. Like we don't get into the nitty gritty of everything, but we look at our strategies and like what activities we're going to do to to meet the goals. And, yeah, I was just looking for other people to do that with and talk through it with. And you are the two lucky ones that I chose. Thank
2: Thank goodness. (laughs) I know. I'm (laughs)
1: grateful. So, yeah, but I did also think, like, you know, as someone being a planner, I have an intensity to me sometimes (laughs) that maybe Mm -hmm. scares people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is maybe a nice no. way to put it. So I didn't <laughs> So I didn't know if, you know, it was all an experiment, but I have to say I think I think it's a pretty good one that's working well in that yeah, it the structure helps all of us. So I like that. Um okay, so actually we should we should tell everyone a little bit about the structure too. I think when I first my first idea when the three of us met was to really like go through, it was January. So like, okay, what are our plans for the year? And I think what we ended up doing, we had high level plans, but then now that we've been meeting by quarter, we usually talk about that quarter and we see how it matches up to our like higher level goals for the year. Um, So in terms of structure, just to kind of let everyone know, we have the first I'd say now, now that we've been doing it a few times, like we come with our ideas already in our head, but we do have a little bit of time for brainstorming, like a 10, 15 minute thing for brainstorming before we go around and each person gets a turn to talk about their ideas. And if there's something that they're really thinking about or, you know, questioning, is that how you guys see it too? Yeah, definitely. I think we've, we've kind of like over these times of meeting, we've like even gotten in more of a rhythm of just doing that actually.
0: Yeah, I Mm -hmm. feel like we sort of show up, we we meet at a local coffee place, which is kind of nice to get us all because we all work, you know, relatively solitary, Um, even though even if we have teams, because, you know, our teams are virtual. And so it gets us out of the house, (laughs) requires us to put on clothing that can be seen by other humans. And so frequently, I'm, I'm always, like a minute behind everything else. So I'm always running in like, I have to eat lunch. <laughs> we so we, usually eat. I like we do wolf usually down eat. some food, get some coffee. And so that sort of gives us a chance to catch up, which I think is important because we are friends as well. So getting out the sort of social time is key too. Um, and we do that in the beginning as well.
1: Um, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about, because I think for you guys too, we'll have different perspectives on this, but how do you think having this type of group differs from having a coach or having some type of one-on-one? Because some people might think, oh, well, I have a co- coach, so I don't need an accountability group or even vice versa. I see them as two different things. I'd like to have, have your perspective.
0: I think a, a coach is really... um I just I think I look at coaching a little bit differently because coaches are essentially drawing something out of you or helping you see something that maybe you haven't seen already. And we're more just an audience that you can bounce ideas off of and then someone who can help you put into place certain deadlines that you may want to have or talking through what in a more broad sort of general way whether or not an idea is worth pursuing, or um, how it may look or how it may change. And I feel like there's not necessarily as much emotion that's attached to it when we're talking about it. It's a little bit more sort of matter of fact, we definitely give opinions, we're very, very honest, I think also because we're doing it as kind of a volunteer. It takes I want to say some of the pressure off in terms of like, you feel really okay, being completely honest, and we know that it's safe and confidential. And I think those are really important factors that have to go into any group. But it feels different than coaching to me, because it's all of us talking, we're really listening, we get time to really sit and listen to the other person and then sort of ask some questions to make you think a little bit more. But we don't really have any intent to bring you to any particular place other than to just help you kind of work through what's going on in your brain.
2: Yeah. And I'll just add to that, that I, I think the dynamic is different because I do have a coach that I've worked with for a long time who I value very much, but I think that working with you guys in this group, it's almost like being able to field test some of the ideas that either come out of coaching or, Mm -hmm. you know, I think of her as like a consultant really. So, you know, she whatever, that doesn't matter. But the, the ability to bring ideas to you guys who are more along the lines of an archetype that I might want to work with is really valuable. So yeah, I look at it as like, okay, here's something that I'm contemplating. What do you guys think about it?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay. So we started to touch on them before, but what do you think are the most important things in order to run a successful group like ours?
2: One of the things that's kind of been percolating for me as I thought about having this conversation is the ability to kind of... Well, the communication that needs to happen to give each participant the kind of feedback that's going to be useful for them. So I think that that's like a boundary thing. And and also just something to be aware of in these kind of communications is like a very powerful question to ask sometimes is like, what what would feel like support right now? Or like, what is your question? What are you asking so that you're not sort of assuming what someone wants but you are actually going to deliver them something that's going to be useful to them. Does that answer your question?
0: Oh, I like that. I do. I like that a lot. Yeah. I actually have been thinking about this question a lot too, because I do. It's just, it's funny how sometimes like things just sort of work out so beautifully, which I feel like this group really has. But I feel like um, not only, you definitely need somebody who's going to guide the conversation and keep you on track. That's definitely our Mary.
2: Yeah, good point. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I think
0: you need trust. You need a safe space. You need respect for one another. You need to feel like you're in the same place. You don't have to be exactly the same. Like your teams may be different sizes. One person may be launching something. Another person has already launched. But you sort of need to feel like Equals in your businesses. And I think you need honesty and confidentiality is really important. Just knowing, because you know, you are sharing ideas, you are sharing potentially intellectual property. So you have to be really careful and know that you can trust the people that are in the group, that they have your best interest at heart, and that they're not going to tell anyone or use those ideas. Um, and we, instantly had that. I mean, we had that before we even started the group. So, we sort of had that foundation. But I know people will often form accountability groups online or they'll, you know, have a friend of a friend, and I think that's critical to getting the most out of it because you really need to feel like you can kind of spill your guts. Yeah, that's a very
1: good point. Spill your guts with protection says the lawyer. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I th- I think that's I agree with all of those things you guys said.
0: I've had other accountability groups fail for that reason. Like we've been in other online groups. I'm like, yeah, I'll join early on years ago. And they always fizzled out because we just, you didn't know each other that well. We didn't have that inherent trust. And, you know, like I look for your opinions. You know, when something funky comes up, even if we're not meeting, I'm going to text you to, to be like, what do you think about this? And so I think that that's really key to it.
1: Yeah that's true cuz you hear sometimes you you know there's benefits from not knowing the other people but i think in our case like it worked so much better to know mm-hmm. each other first because we just had so much ground already covered from that
2: absolutely and i'll say that i feel really special receiving those texts and knowing that each of you is interested in my opinion and values my opinion so that Probably contributes to my own confidence in showing up and offering my opinion because it seems like it's valued. Aww.
1: Duh, it's valued. Yeah, you're so smart. <laughs>
2: yeah, but, right. Yeah. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I get yeah. that. I get that.
1: Yeah, no, me too. Me too. I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, it's important enough for me to be on a group text about it. That's cool, you know? <laughs> okay, so how has meeting, so we've been meeting for about a year now. So, how has meeting in this format changed how you're looking at next year or thinking about next year, if at all?
0: Are we supposed to be thinking about next year? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There could not have been a better response. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. This is airing in December. So (laughs) (laughs) you'll have like two more weeks before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's making me think about next year. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) No, it has definitely. I mean, a year ago, I I don't think I would have uh, thought as much about you know what my quarters are going to look like, and what my plans are, and and it's definitely because I am surrounded by people who challenge me to think that way. Um, so it is definitely. I'm not good at it. I'm a believer that like, it's really hard to make a weakness into a strength. You just sort of have to compensate for it. Like, that's just not one thing. I really I think that like, I'm just I'm never going to be a planner. I can do things to try to make it better. But it's ne- no one's ever going to be like, Jamie's an awesome planner. <laughs> it's just never going to happen. And that's okay.
2: I'm, I'm hire someone to do it. That's <laughs> Yes. That's what I do. Sarah
0: Blakely yep. says, "Hire for your weaknesses." Yeah, I, I do, and I have, and that's why my team I think works so great. It allows me to communicate differently to my team to let them know like what my ideas are and what I want to do, and and sort of push forward in executing those ideas because I'm I'm challenged to put them into words instead of expecting someone to just read my mind and know exactly what I want and actually set a plan in place so that they can they can execute it.
1: That's a great point. Yeah, because you're able and even by quarter, it's like smaller chunks that then they can kind of understand the direction and digest and move on. I like that.
0: Yeah. And it also enables me like my, you know, my business is fairly data-driven. And I've really learned to understand the value of that data, frankly, through you, Mary. Um, and my director of ops, Bree, is like the most amazing person at at putting data together and making it into a report and something manageable. And so it even enables me to ask her for specific data. Like, I, I'm thinking about doing X. Let's see if that makes sense. I want you to pull you know, all of this data into a report so we could see if it makes sense to even move forward. Like, is my gut right? Cause I tend to just go by my, what my gut says, which is not always a sound business (laughs) (laughs) strategy. (laughs) I mean, sometimes it is, but
2: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I guess mine is more on the emotional level. Shocker. I, (laughs) I look at you you, you guys as my like cheering squad and my, like, I know that you are my support with whatever I'm carrying out in the coming year. And I have some pretty big goals for this coming year. And like, I'm going to host a, a big event. And I'm, um, I know that you'll be there if you can be. And it's, you know, in part, because we're part of this group. But I think it also gives us all like a vested interest, not like a financially vested interest, to be precise with the legal oversight here. But, <laughs> 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 but a vested interest in each other's in a, in each other's work and in and, and, in each other's um, activities, you know, like in the little things that we're going to do on a month by month basis, whether it's like, I'm going to launch this, or I'm going to host this event, or I'm going to roll out this or whatever, like we're each other's cheering squad, but also, like, we're, we're kind of backing each other up, like, yeah, I'm going to be there.
0: Heck, yeah, I totally agree with that. I love that aspect of it. I love coming to your stuff. I come to every single event you guys have. As long as I'm in town, I will be there. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Same. I love it. It's great. Feels good. Yeah. It does.
2: And I'll just also add like this, you know, I said this in the beginning, like this came, you guys came into my life at like a very pivotal, pivotal moment personally. And like, it, I would be remiss in, in leaving out the fact that like, I just like to be included. <laughs> <laughs> you so have like a that permanent gives me inclusion. so much joy that like, oh, I'm invited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have, you are permanently included. Yes. 1000%. <laughs>
2: Thank
1: Okay. So if you each met someone that was resistant to accountability groups or they thought, you know, oh, that's not something for me for whatever reason, what advice would you give them?
2: I would pull a share in Moonstruck. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're going to say. So good. So good. (laughs) If they were resistant to the idea of joining an accountability group. I think that I would inquire if you could join on a trial basis, like why not like really take it seriously and be like, I'm not sure if this is for, or take it seriously and be upfront about how you're feeling. Like, I think that's sort of a cornerstone is the honesty and say like, you know, this sounds interesting. I heard about it on the fearless business podcast and those girls know (laughs) what they're talking about, but I'm not sure if it's right for me. So, what's what's your policy on a trial
0: yeah i think that's good advice i'd also try to figure out like what the reaction is why you're sort of pushing against it you know jamie with the inner work right can you imagine <laughs> who am i anymore look what you've done to me what <sighs> But that's what it was for me, right? Like I, I I know, right? Look, look what a year does. My heart is no longer black because of you two. I I think I think why is really I mean, I pushed against it because it's uncomfortable for me. I don't you know who the heck wants to do something uncomfortable. And so I really was like, Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't need this. This is crazy. But it was mostly because I really, really, Needed it. Um, and because it was, it was something that I'm terrible at. So who the heck wants to jump? you know, two feet into that. So if that's the reason why you're not doing it, then go do it, because it's really good to make yourself uncomfortable. But if, you know, the, the reasoning is a time thing, or you're not sure the benefit, then I think what um, Amanda said is great, like look at it on a trial basis and see if it works for you. It won't work for everybody. Some people, you know, this isn't the best fit for them. So you have to sort of explore who's in the group, Um, what you what your sort of reaction to it is, why you're not sure about it. And then I think that would be a good way to figure out whether or not it truly is it truly makes sense for you.
2: Yeah. And I also think just building on what you said, Jamie, finding so if you have if you're in the mindset of like, oh, I've done something like that, doesn't work for me, then I would think about like, well, who I think the people are instrumental. So think about who was in that group. What you know, was it something about that alchemy of personalities that came together that didn't work for you? And maybe there is some other combination or a different group that you that might work better for you. I wouldn't write it off if it didn't work once.
0: Agreed. Yeah.
1: Right.
2: Same. And I do see the benefit to
1: having different types of groups and different types of resources, like access to different things for your business. So this group definitely helps me in a different way than say having a business coach, but like they're both helpful to me in different ways. Yeah. Before we close out, um, what, what do you think, and we've covered a lot of great topics around all of this. But what is your what is your main takeaway from doing an accountability group that you want to share with other people? I
0: think I think it becomes more of than just an accountability group. It becomes like your people who you text when you're like, man, I'm not sure about this decision. I need like a pulse check. Um, it becomes, it just, when you find those right people, it turns into so much more. Um, and that's, it's kind of nice to know that you've got like a couple people that have your back. Um, I think keeping them small is also great for that reason. Um, it, it really makes sure that everybody gets a good amount of time, you know. We're, the three of us like we're not it's not like we're ever gonna splinter off and like you know have like we we really do sort of keep it as the three of us and it's it's kind of nice um having that sort of intimate knowledge of each other's business and e- even our personal lives because that's that fits in right like we're whole people and so it, i I think it's it becomes something bigger than just like a quarterly
2: meeting it, it's so much more mm-hmm Yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. I think I like the idea of keeping it small. I, I, um, yeah, I, you know, it can be overwhelming with a large group, but if you have the proper structure, then any, you know, even if you expanded, like Mary, you've hosted events where you've had small round tables of like five or six in a mastermind group. And even that worked okay for me because of the structure, I will say. Um, so if you're, you know, you have to have like a timekeeper and someone who's going to keep you accountable for moving on to the next thing when the time is up. Um and then yeah, and just I think our, our personalities have meshed so well. And I have to say, Jamie, it's really, really amazing to have this conversation with you because you are you're so stoic a lot of the time <laughs> that I didn't re- I didn't realize your enthusiasm <laughs> for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh look at what you guys what do to that's me good. that's amazing that just made the episode right <laughs> really there. Did.
0: now we have to delete the episode and start over <laughs> i have a reputation to protect <laughs> i am a softie at heart
2: it's true i just i know i need to be reminded see. of this over and over again <laughs> it's only as a if your moroccan chicken didn't prove it <laughs> that's right <laughs>
0: I cook a mean Moroccan chicken. Amanda has had it. Oh my gosh, this was awesome.
1: I love it. Me too. Well, thanks both of you for sharing your insights and thank you for being guinea pigs to even
2: start the accountability group to it's begin awesome. with. Thank you, Mary, yeah. for for cajoling us into doing seriously, it I'm no, so seriously. I'm so grateful. Yeah. I am grateful too, Mary. Thank you for you've been visionary on so many things in terms of community that I am very I'm very grateful for that. I love oh we, gotta,
0: we have to end on that. That's like the most perfect thing ever. Oh, I agree. That's it. Okay. Give me an M. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is um, I even have a title for this episode already that
1: I wrote down, which I'll save. But so, yeah. So excited. Yeah. Yes. If I, we want to hear in the HQ, if anyone has questions, have you done an accountability group before? Did it work? Did it not work? Are you interested in starting one now? We can cheer you on. Come and tell us in the group. That's what I want to talk about.
0: I love it. Well, thanks so much, and we'll see everyone next week.
1: Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing, too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com.
0: And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time.